Hey guys, it's Jazzy. First and foremost, there is a freaking jet flying over my house, so if you hear that, I apologize. <laughs> Second and foremost, hi everybody. Hopefully you guys are all doing fantastic. Um, yeah, me not so much. We'll get into that in a minute, but I just felt like today would probably be the best day to kind of... Go and just not go over what the fuck is going on with me, but kind of just like let's break down this bipolar uh, thing. Um, I don't really talk about it very often because it's just something that I, quite frankly, I don't feel comfortable talking about with myself, but I like to help others and I just want people to know that, you know, I'm there for them. So that's basically what's going on. <laughs> I'm having bipolar. So I kind of just kind of want to give you guys like an overview of the bipolar the manic kind of you know educate you guys a little bit on what's going on so because i feel like bipolar is yes it is a popular disorder that people have but i also feel like it's also a disorder that people don't understand or are not very well educated on because they just don't know much about it or how to handle it if that makes any sense so, I thought I would take the time and kind of just kind of go over that with you guys and kind of just in the midst of all of it, kind of explain to you what the hell's going on in my life. Um, so, anyway, um, if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, not all the time am I sappy and sad, so go check out some of my other uh, episodes, and you can catch up there. Uh, if you're old, um, hello, and welcome back. <laughs> I'm back. I know that I just keep recording, and then I stop. I apologize, but there's really a very big, big problem going on right now. Um, so, anyway... Um, let's talk bipolar, guys. Um, for those who don't know, bipolar disorder basically was formerly called manic depression. Um, haven't you guys ever heard, um, Jimi Hendrix's song, Manic Depression? <laughs> well, it's a pretty damn good tea to it. But anyway, um, you know, it's a mental health condition that causes extreme mood swings, um, which can include emotional highs, which is basically mania or hypomania and your lows that is basically depression um when you become depressed um you may feel sad hopeless or lose any interest of pleasure in most activities um so when your mood actually shifts to mania or the hypomania which is the you know more energetic side uh you may feel full of energy and usually irritable um, these mood mood <laughs> these mood swings can affect your sleep, your energy, activity, your judgment, behavior, and the ability to think clearly. And I'll get into that because that's no joke. Um, episodes of mood swings may occur rarely or multiple times a year. Um, most people who experience some emotional symptoms between episodes may not experience any at all. So, I mean, it just depends because I'm bipolar and I think it's like a 50-50 thing for me and it's like a 50-50 for any other person I've met that's bipolar. Um, for instance, I have 
a family member who's bipolar and does not at all experience what I experience. Like, we're totally two opposite bipolar people. So, it is, you know. Um, although bipolar is a lifelong condition, um, you can manage your mood swings and other symptoms with a treatment plan. Uh, unfortunately, most cases of bipolar disorder is treated with medications and um, psychological counseling, such as psychotherapy. Um, I always thought that was a funny word, psychotherapy, because what is it? It sounds like you're just going to go around murdering mass amounts of people or something. <laughs> anyway, the symptoms. Um, there are several types of bipolar and related disorders, right? Um, they may include mania, hypomania, like I said, that's the energy, um, the, and depression. Symptoms can cause an unpredictable change in mood and behavior resulting in significant distress and difficulty in life. I'll get to that with me. Um, you basically break down bipolar through bipolar 1, um, bipolar 2, psychomedic, I think is what it's called. I could be totally wrong, but it's like psychothematic disorder. And then, of course, the other types, and, you know, I'll tell you how that is. Um, so as for bipolar 1 disorder, which basically in book, I think you have to have at least one manic episode um, that is preceded, basically, or followed by a hypomanic or major depressive episode. Um which in some cases mania may trigger and break you from your reality, you know, and that's where the paranoia comes in. That's where, um, the delusional part comes into it and you can go into psychosis. Um, definitely we'll get into that. Bipolar two, on the other hand, which by the way, I am bipolar two, which is, um, in books, you would have to have at least one major depressive episode and at least one hypomanic episode. Um, but you've never really had an actual manic episode. It's just really weird because um, I think I cycled back and forth between bipolar 1 and 2, to be quite honest. Because um, I've went into psychosis before and I've also went into manic episodes. So... But I'm more of the depressive side. Now, the psychothematic... I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm probably butchering that word for you guys. But that's the cyclomatic disorder. Um, it's basically you have to have had it for two years. Um, and it goes into, like, children and teenagers basically, which, again, this would be something that really happens with me, but, um, you have to have many periods of hypomania symptoms and periods of depressive symptoms that last, um, they're not as bad as major depression, I guess I would say. Um, other types of bipolar that they would include, um, that are related are, would be induced by certain drugs or alcohol, um, a medical condition, um, such as like multiple scoliosis or stroke that could cause, which is very interesting to me because I did not know that that could even happen. Um, so that's interesting because I think drugs and drugs, I would say like more of your uppers, like cocaine, meth, stuff like that would definitely put you more into like a bipolar episode of the manic side, I would think. And alcohol can do the opposite. It can make you depressed. 
Um, they say that um, bipolar can occur at any age, but you usually get diagnosed somewhere between your teenage to your early 20s. And again, like I've said, symptoms can vary from person to persons, and symptoms may vary over time. So, like I said, I'm bipolar 1, and I'm getting a phone call, so give me one second. Sorry about the disturbance, I had a phone call. Um, as I was saying, and I know that you guys aren't even hearing it, because it's like a brief second, but really it was like a lot longer than a second on my end. So, basically, what I was saying is how um, your symptoms can vary from person to person. Like I had said, I'm different from a lot of other bipolar people that I've met, and symptoms can may vary over time. So, maybe half your life, you're like this happy, energetic, lovable, fucking wonderful ball of joy, and then maybe later in life you just become really emotional and depressed, and it's hard. So, that's... <laughs> And I'll get into that. Um, so I kind of want to break down to what mania and hypomania is. Because when you hear that, you're like, what the hell is mania? Because a lot of people hear that and they're like, oh, so you're fucking psychotic. You're crazy. Ooh. Uh, no. So mania and hypomania are definitely two different types of episodes, but have the same symptoms. <laughs> mania is more severe than the hypomania, which basically can cause more noticeable problems like if you were at work school social activities and relationships might be difficult um mania also may trigger um like i said a break from reality which they call psychosis and that could actually require hospitalization i'm not saying that everybody that goes into psychosis has to be hospitalized because i know a lot of people that have and never have had to go to the hospital but it can. Um, that's where the delusion and the paranoia and you just don't really know what the fuck is going on in the reality. Um, it almost, what I would consider it is it almost reacts kind of like a PTSD episode. Um, and maybe like borderline schizophrenic episodes, to be quite honest. Um, now, basically... Manic and hypomanic, because the manic is the mania, by the way. And the hypomanic, obviously, is the hypomania. Um, they're, they're, like I said, they're really close. And um, it, it just, it, it's hard to decipher unless you're really going into, like, psychosis, which one is which. But anyway, you would normally be, like, abnormally upbeat, um, kind of jumpy and wired. Um, the best way that I describe this to people is kind of like someone on drugs. Um, I always say meth because it's the that's what comes to me when someone sees me going through my psychosis and mania. They say, are you on drugs or something? Because it kind of... You unusually... The next symptom that would go into that would be like the unusual talkativeness. So basically you would just talk and talk and talk. And sometimes you'd be like, Talking so 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 fast, like that. Um, that's you just basically get this. It's very intense energy. Um, the best way that I can describe mania and hypomania is, you know that uh, Lincoln Park song, "Crawling, Crawling in My Skin." 
these wounds will never heal. That song? Yeah. That song reminds me of bipolar all the way around. Like, but that's what I would say that mania feels like. Just like that song. Um, you would have increased energy, like I said. So you'd be all over the place. Um, and like I said, I compare this to like somebody who would be doing meth because you have all this energy. You're cleaning around. You're talking a lot. You can't sit still. Um, you don't really need to sleep as much. Uh, you're distracted easy. Um, the racing thoughts, the thoughts just get overwhelming. Very fucking overwhelming. Um, you become very engaged with yourself too. You feel like you're superwoman or superman. You can do anything and everything. If you want to go fly, you can fly off the mountain. You don't need a parachute. You don't need uh, wings. You can just fucking do it and you'll be fine. You'll survive because that's the kind of ego your, uh, your self-confidence boosts up. You feel like you're hot shit. You're better than everybody kind of almost thing. So um, with that being said, there's also some very poor decision making. Um, the best examples that I think of are taking sexual risks. Um, you know... A lot of people with bipolar disorder that are going through mania tend to sleep around a lot or cheat on their other half. It, you know, another thing that comes to my mind is buying stuff. You just go on a buying spree. Um, it's just crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, like I said, I'll get into that in a little bit. So the other half of the bipolar, which would be the major depressive episode um and a major depressive episode includes symptoms that are severe enough to cause noticeability that are very difficult to day-to-day -day activities um, work school you know social activities again and also relationships um you basically would have a depressed mood you're feeling sad empty you know hopeless kind of tearful tearful um, if you have a child, a young child or a teenager, it just may show that they're very irritable. Um, you have lost all pleasure of doing anything. You, so if reading a book is something you like to do, you can't read. It's hard to concentrate. Um, even something as simple task as brushing your teeth or taking a shower is very hard to do. Um, you either can get weight or lose weight. So weight gain or no weight gain. Um, and that's not from dieting. It's literally, you just don't want to eat. Um, I'd say there's also insomnia or too much sleeping. Um, you get slowed behavior, maybe restlessness. I'd say fatigue, loss of energy. Going back to the feeling of worthlessness, um, just unappropriate guilt that you're giving yourself. I'd say decreased ability to think and concentrate and make decisions. And also thinking or planning on attempting suicide. Um, and we'll get into that too. Um, the best thing I can say on when you think that you need to see a doctor despite mood swings because everyone's going to have a mood swing. It's called stress. It's called life. It happens. We all go through it. But despite the extreme mood swings that you'll have, um, most of the time you just don't recognize, you know, 
how emotionally unstable it disrupts your life. Um, whether it's, like I said, school, work, relationships, and uh, you just don't get the treatment that you needed because you don't feel like it. And um, some people enjoy the feeling of when their ego gets high because and their energy gets high and stuff because they feel like they're being more productive. Um, unfortunately, though, when you are going through that high you're always going to be followed by an emotional crash. And that's where you can feel depressed and wore out. Um, again, that would be like financial relationships, legal shit. Um, I would go see a doctor if you have any of those symptoms. Because um, unfortunately, bipolar does not get better on its own. You really do need to get treatment for it. Um, just to help, you know, get the symptoms under control before you get really bad. Uh, when I would say that it's time to get emergency help, um, suicide and suicidal thoughts and behavior are common among people with bipolar disorder. If you have thoughts of hurting yourself, please call 911 or your local emergency number immediately and go to the emergency room or confide in someone like that you can trust, like a friend or family. Also, you can call the suicide hotline. I give this number out all the time, the one in the United States. And I'm sorry that if you don't live in the United States, I do not actually know a phone number for you. But if you're within the United States, I always give this number out for the National Suicide Prevention Line, which is 1-800-273-TALK, which comes out to be 1-800-273-8255. So if you have a loved one or you in danger of suicide or is in the attempt of making a suicide attempt, please call 911 or your local emergency immediately to help that person and make them feel safe because it is, it's, it's nothing to mess with. Now, risk factors that I would say of having bipolar disorder, or it could even act as a trigger to your first episode would be like definitely periods of high stress. Maybe something as stressful as the death of a loved one or a traumatic event like being raped um drug and alcohol can do it um you know uh if you're like me and you have a family member that is really close to you with bipolar disorder that's a high risk factor for you and you can end up with it um complications bipolar is very complex and it's just so much that goes on with it, but again, the complications that I say are you could have legal or financial problems because you go onto the spending your money. Um, you just don't want to listen to the law. You think you can do whatever the hell you want. You think you go to the store and you can go steal something in front of someone and you're okay with it, and then you run from the cops. Um, again, drugs and alcohol. Um, I had those issues. Um, suicide or a suicide attempt is a big complication. You can damage relationships. I don't know how many relationships I can openly talk to you about, about how I've damaged my own relationships or been in one because of bipolar disorder. And again, just it's poor work and 
school performance, which been there, done that. Um, and also there are going to be some co-occurring conditions like that come with it, like the anxiety, um, eating disorders, um, obviously ADHD, uh, alcohol or drug problems, physical health problems such as heart disease, thyroid problems, headaches, or even obesity. So, you guys, I, I really, truly mean it. If you really are having a hard time, I highly, 100% suggest that you go get help. So, with that being said, I was not going to make an episode about this because I just didn't want to talk about it and I didn't feel the need to talk about it but my need is is that in the middle of my healing it helps me to talk about stuff but I want to be able to help people that's my ultimate goal is I want to help people that are suffering through what I'm suffering through or have suffered through it or had someone or does have someone suffering through bipolar disorder knowing that they're not alone and I would like to give the hope and the peace of mind that you need, you know? Um, it's just, my goal in life is that I want to be able to put my own nonprofit organization together. You know, it's going to help people with mental health and it's going to target people with bipolar, but I want to target men because we live in a society where people think that it's not okay for a man to cry. They have to be tough and they're not allowed to show their emotions. And I want to be the voice for those men that need it. And I want to be the voice for people that need it just all together. Um, so that's like my ultimate goal. Sometimes though, I do have a very hard time having conversations about me specifically but sometimes I feel like when I hear other people tell me their stories it helps me and encourages me to go on with things uh, you know what I mean um and now I have to apologize because my nose I had a cold I don't know why I waited like this long to tell you guys but I had a cold last week and my nose has just been all over the place because I've been under a lot of stress, basically. I don't want to talk about that, but uh, just been under a lot of stress, and that's what happens sometimes. Um, also, so excuse me while I blow my nose. Okay, and I'm back. Um, things are not too, too well for me. Um, I definitely have hit... Um, the depression side of it and I haven't been doing good um, I contemplated taking my life a few days ago and I'm under stress and I snapped and the thing is as I haven't felt like this in a long time um, it's just one of those things you know but uh, it's been very stressful I haven't wanted to talk about it um, because I'm not sure if I'm really ready to, because I'm in the process of trying to get help for myself by getting put on some medications for temporarily until I can get my head back on straight. And ugh, it was bad. I almost checked myself into the nut house. That's how bad it was. Um, 
I just felt uncomfortable in my skin. And it got, I, I just got scared because of how uncomfortable I was. And I just, it's been a very rough week for me, actually. Very rough. I'm glad tomorrow's Friday, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been challenging. It's been challenging on my relationship right now. Um, it's been challenging on myself, too. So, um, I have a very fantastic boyfriend, very supportive, very loving guy. But he doesn't understand how bad my bipolar can get. He just doesn't understand bipolar. I think in his head, he just thinks bipolar is one minute you're happy and the next minute you're sad. <laughs> Which is fine. A lot of people think that. And I'm trying to educate him. And I'm just under a lot of stress. Stress triggered me into mania. Um, a lot of life problems, you know? Uh, it's been nuts, guys. It's been nuts. Anyway. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what's going on. And I currently just don't really want to talk about it. But I kind of just wanted to just... Felt like it was... A need that we needed to bring up bipolar because I talk about it all the time and I feel like there's so many people out there that are uneducated and just don't know about it or understand it you know so when I am ready I'm gonna have um, an episode of what bipolar is for me and I'm gonna tell you guys like my depression and my uh, mania and what triggers me and when the last you know all that shit but uh, that's really all I wanted to talk about for now because I'm just really tired, guys. I'm just trying to heal myself right now. So I'm taking a little bit of break. So I'm letting you guys know ahead of time um, until I can get back on uh, and management with my therapist and psychologist and my doctor and everybody. Uh, right now, this is just what's going to have to happen. So, um, yeah. Um, I guess just, uh, you know, I love all you guys and I love all your support and the love and the positive energy who always for whoever, I mean, has the time to tell me that I appreciate it and I love you guys, but I'm going to go now because I don't know why, but I'm exhausted all of a sudden. <laughs> and so it's time for a nappy nap, <laughs> but, um, when I feel better, um, which it could be a few days, might be a few weeks. Just bear with me. I will be back. Um, if anything, I will do like a three minute recording of some sort to let you guys know that everything's okay. And it is. So don't worry about me, but, um, love you all. Bye.